Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League in all rugby league experience. Let's talk Origin 2. Obviously, a little bit disappointing. The Blues losing again. Um, fuck, I'm so disappointed, honestly, because why? firstly, why would you pick Tom Trevojevic going into this season so injury prone over the past two years? Why would you pick Latrell Mitchell when you know he's probably going to be ruled out with that calf injury? You know, there's just some mind-boggling decisions going into this game. I mean, moving Damian Cook to centre over Cameron Murray. You know, Cameron Murray has played centre before, obviously in junior grades, but in NRL football, he's played centre and dominated. He went really well against a younger Billy Smith before all the injuries. Like, why would you not put Cameron Murray at centre and put Damian Cook? Yes, Damian Cook's fast. Brandy was trying to explain the reasoning behind, you know, putting Damien Cook to centre and why that was a better idea over Cameron Murray. Didn't really make sense whatsoever. I'm going to get the clip up for you now because I just want to I just want to show you guys that how much sense it made, which was little. It made little sense as to why they put, you know, Damien Cook at centre. Here's the clip here. And that was the plan. Well, that, well that's, that's, that's we know. And, and the reason... The- the see, reason the, we the, went for Damien Cook instead of Cameron Murray, yeah. both were options. Both, and, and of course, Cameron Murray has yeah, played on the edge, spent some time in the centres throughout his career. Um, with with Cameron, you know, doing a, a, recovering from a groin injury, and with Reese Walsh, who was their dangerous, their most dangerous player in game one, where and they they kept trying to do it, and they didn't. They had a bit of success, but. The danger of, of Reese Walsh coming around the back, cry, trying to create that three on two. So you'd be pushing Cameron Murray from the back row, uh, out past the halfback, into the centres. We just thought that with Damien Cook's speed, that he could defend Reese Walsh and defend his speed. And and he, he could. I, I thought, well, you know, Cookie looked, it looked abnormal, Cookie standing out in the centres because no one's used to it. But... I thought I thought Cookie went okay. Like but you when lost he came your off the field, I said, "Mate, you by tried your guts out." But Sorry? you lost your two hooker strategy by doing that. Correct. That would have been one of the plans of but, your game. Well, yes, it was. But you make but then we you lose two. It has double impact. You lose Trebovich yeah. and you lose your hooker strategy. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, I thought Reese Robson was was for eighty minutes first game of Origin. I thought he was he was outstanding. I mean, does that make any more sense to you than it does to me? I mean, he couldn't really get the words out and he was he was trying to sort of improvise a reason as to why they put him there. It just didn't make sense. And it was one of the things that cost us the game because Katmar, uh, not Kamari, fucking Damien Cook couldn't defend at centre. He couldn't defend at centre. It was an obvious disadvantage, him being on that left-hand side uh, for the Blues. And the right-hand side attack of the Maroons fucking killed it. I mean... You know, Valentine Holmes scored two tries. Hammer scored a try. Both Murray Talagi and Xavier Coates both scored tries. Our edge defense was fucking disgusting. It was shocking. It was really bad. Yes, Damian Cook scored a try, but does that mean he's had an all right game? Does that really mean he's had an all right game? It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. His defense was 
Paul as a center. He's not a center. I feel really bad for him now being in the position where he's been put at center. He's had a shocking game and could realistically get dropped for Reese Robson going into game three. It could be the realistic way we see things if Freddie is still the coach going into game three, which it looks like he's going to be. He's probably going to have the last ride in that coaching box. I don't think he's going to be the coach moving forward. Um, I was really frustrated with how this game went. I was really frustrated that this decision had made no sense. Then you go into the actual game and, you know, the first try was a knock-on. It was 100% a knock-on. His finger left the ball. There was no downward pressure. It was not a try. It was a knock-on. Second try was a forward pass. And this is just not me being a, you know, analytic fucking you know, passionate blue supporter, as I am a blue supporter, obviously, proud to be a blue supporter. This is me pointing out obvious shit, blatant calls that, you know, lost the game for the blues. And Damien Cook at center was one of those calls, plus the two first tries. And obviously the Maroons, they got on a roll after that, uh, which, you know, fucking fair to them. They played better footy at the end of the day. They played much better footy um, than the blues did. I'm I'm just really spewing because I was so, so keen for Mitch Moses to come in and have a massive impact, which he did. He was the best Blues player on the park. He was outstanding, Mitch Moses. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, he's whenever he got the ball in his hand, he looked dangerous. A few kicks into the in goal of the Maroons was just so dangerous. I think he forced at least one or two line dropouts. He tried to kick in to Cameron Munster, trap him in the in goal. There was no chase. Cam Munster ran for 20 metres. That was another shocking thing in the game as well. Like, there was just a massive few headaches in that game. Fuck, I was really, really... Um, spewing because I really did think the Blues were going to come in and dominate in this game. You know, being the underdogs at Suncorp, thought they were going to come in and kill it. It just wasn't the case. It wasn't the case. And at the end of the day, the Maroons, yes, they played much better football. You know, they're probably going to come into game three and dominate there as well. Wouldn't You wouldn't be surprised if we do see an absolute diamond flush here and they do get the sweep. Um but yeah, look, I mean, it just depends on the side they pick going into game three. I'm definitely going to have a little bit of a clean out in this Blues team because there's a few guys that at the moment do not deserve to be there. Now, I'm not going to name names, but there's a few guys in this team that just do not deserve to be there due to poor defense, due to, you know, just not being at the moment what the Blues need to win the series. There's got to be a clean out. Um yeah, look, I'm I'm absolutely shattered to be honest because I yeah, as I said, I was just so keen for them to get up there and do it, and they didn't do it. And I, yeah, a few calls as well, uh, just let the game go. But you know, we can't dwell on those. The the Maroons played outstanding; they really did. They had everything sorted. Reese Walsh was fantastic. Cam Munster had some really big moments in this game. DCE as the general, fuck. If this isn't a you know, Hall of, Hall of Fame moment for DCE. I don't know what is. He's come into this series as if there's weight on his shoulders that he needs to lift. He's come into this series hungry, and he has dominated at seven there for the Maroons. He's definitely been the better seven in the series, um, you know, over Cleary. Moses, I thought, as I said, was outstanding in game two. Um, Brian Tyo as well for the Blues, I thought was great. I mean, his kick returns were great. He was did really well under pressure. He saved a few tries. The scoreline could have been much bigger than what it was. Uh, he saved a few you know, tries from Maroon's desperate chase. And that was another thing the Blues didn't even do. There wasn't much of a chase. There wasn't as much desperation. 
And at the end of the day, the Maroons got in our heads and they won the game. And it was very unfortunate um, that the Blues couldn't get up and win game two. Obviously, the Maroons win the series now. Fuck, Lindsay Collins could be the player of the series at this point. He has been absolutely outstanding. He's had some huge moments. He had a fucking 50-minute stint where he was just insane, absolutely insane for the Maroons. There was a... There's so many moments you can pick here for Lindsay Collins, but there was one, um, you know, I think it was either off a kick or off a knock-on where he picked up the ball and nearly ran for about 20 metres. It was absolutely outstanding. Um, yeah, look, you got to credit where give credit where credit is due, and and the blue the Maroons were absolutely outstanding, absolutely phenomenal, and they definitely do deserve this series. They really do, um, you know. And you got to give credit to the Maroons forwards as well. Cotter, Cotter's been great. Uh, Paddy Carrigan and Lindsay Collins probably been the tone setters for this uh, Maroon side uh, forward pack. We haven't had that forward pack as well. We had two back rowers on the bench. We've lacked a bit of size in our forward pack, which is something that we're going to have to change going into the next game as well. Something that I'd be changing if I was the coach. Obviously not a coach, but if I was the coach, it's definitely a decision that I'd be making. You know, getting a bit of size on the bench as well. Uh, guys like Keon Kalomatangi, I reckon should have been in that side uh, just to add a bit of size and a bit of power. Spencer Lenu, what's a bit of Totola, definitely going to be in my team. Um, going into game three, just to add a bit of mongrel as well. Uh, but yeah, look, it was a really tough loss. A really tough loss. And yeah, the Maroons deserve it. What can I say? They definitely deserve that win. And if you want a bit more of an in-depth chat about Origin, here is the BTFU chat that we had about Origin, a little BTFU Origin review. I'd get sacked as a coach. If I pick the side he picked, uh, as a just a, a local coach, you look at four edges, four edges in that football side. Why would you need four edges in a football side? I just, I that's the first thing. Mm. Second thing, one front row on the bench, right? That's the second. Third, I still think it was an interesting move picking um, the North Queensland hooker to start. Mm. Um, I just. I don't know if that was a, a great move. I would have put Cook there straight off the bat. He's got all the mm. experience in the world. I thought he started all right, though. Mm. I, his service was good early. He was yeah. pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. Look, one thing, they, they, the New South Wales side kind of reminded me of East at the moment. Got all the firepower. Mm. They literally had a mortgage on mm. in Queensland's half for that whole first half, and we just couldn't score a try. Yeah. There yeah. was just no and, – and you know what? Mitchell Moses was a shining light. But it was like – he was just doing, trying to do it by himself and no one mm. was following him. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, putting Cook at, at centre and wow. leaving Murray off until the second half. What was he waiting for? I have no idea. I would have put Murray on instead of Cook 100,000%. Oh, absolutely. Because Murray's played centre before. Oh, it doesn't make sense to put Cook there. And, and defensively, he's great too. And then man. there was an excuse of, oh, yeah, but I've contacted – Cook 30 minutes before the game and told him he might play centre. Like, that's ridiculous. Well, for why? Why, why would you... What in, obviously, he was on some sort of trip or mushroom or something when he thought, this could happen, that I might play my hooker at centre. So why did How we... How did he forecast that in his head? Why did we not pick Campbell Graham on the bench? Yeah. Fuck me. Why did yeah. we pick Campbell Graham on the bench and be uh, for, as a, a utility back 
have two front rowers and then maybe a hooker or an edge if we wanted to as a, as a fourth uh, reserve, right? Yeah. I wouldn't have picked Frizzell. That's a ridiculous move to pick Frizzell. I wouldn't have picked uh, on, the, on the back of these form in the first uh, uh, game Young. Um, I would have had the two that were on the bench mm. in the starting side. Now, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Is this team going to look very different in Game 3? Yep, Freddie's already announced that he's got Justin Holbrook as assistant coach. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> he's Fuck only me. just come available as well, so that's a great bloody one as well. You know what? He gave him a call last week and said, I've got a feeling that I might use it on Game 3. <laughs> like he did with a hooker. Fuck, man. Maybe, maybe just... Holbrook just left. Maybe he was like, oh, I've got an opportunity with New South Wales. Maybe that's I'll just true. take that. I'm going to make a call here. I think it's the worst team I've seen as a, as a pick team. Um, strategically mm. for 10 years. So, do you, do you get rid of Freddie now and get a new coach <clears> in for game three and pick a whole new, let him pick no. a whole new side as practice? No, you don't. You, you look every <coughs> year, you, you, you base your teams on your best football sides, um, going from round one to whatever it is, round 12. So, I think we just uh, let him um, ride off into the sunset after this game. Look, I think he's a He's a mag- he was a magnificent footballer. Free. There's no doubt about it. But I really think he's had one year that, that he turned the team around for one year. And everyone thought he was God, mm. a superstar. But I just I was never I was never um sold on him as a coach for the state of origin side. Yeah. But you know, look. He when he took over on. the Roosters, he he was too young, too close from playing and he had that there wasn't that separation from being one of the boys to being a coach. Then he had mm. that break and he came – and like you said, he had that one season. But I just – you look at the difference. They're chalk and cheese. You watch him get interviewed and he looks half rattled. Mm. Well, you listen to him speak to Billy Slater and it's like he's been doing it for fucking ever. He's methodical, mm. Billy. He knows he, – he can break down a whole game individually with every player and that's the type of coach you want. And he's got the – you can just say they want to play for him. They've got trust there. It's, it's, you, mm. DCE, I want to quickly speak about him. Mm. There was two big plays that where the game was still in the balance in the first half. Yep. Crichton takes the intercept. DCE runs him down like a man inspired. If you pause 10 metres out from that tackle, you've got Crichton and you've got seven Queensland players mm. all chasing 100 miles an hour. Mm. You put the shoe on the other foot, it doesn't happen. No. No, and, and and it reminds me of the year before when um, you know um, the five eight from Canterbury. What's his name? Buddy, uh, big kicker. What's his name? But Matt Burton. Matt Burton gets the, the shit punched out of him. Yeah, and there's four Queenslanders and one. And, yeah, no and one's him. no one's coming in. <laughs> no one's coming in to help. I mean, nothing's changed. But I mean, then again, if I'm in a one on one with Tino, I don't yeah. really want to. But look, Billy <laughs> Billy has built. He's built that culture again. Right, he's built that Queensland culture like every coach before him for Queensland, yeah. Yeah. and what he's starting to now do again is build probably a, a, a new era yeah, in that didn't. Queensland. But he side. made he, I love what he did from game one where he picked, he got rid of Gagai. He said, "Done." But and we thought that was a mistake, didn't we? At the no, time? I, well, I never did. I, 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 I love the team that he picked. Yeah, yeah. I it, it wasn't. It was a little bit un-Queensland by not sticking with what's worked. He went, yeah. "No, it's." time to make those subtle changes and he mm. did it and he went out and said look gay guy's done a job for us and he's not gone he's still part of our family and that's what they are it's completely different yeah and, and look hammer's had an absolutely outstanding series so far hasn't he um freak the hammer yeah. so 
I think he's uh, he's um, he's picked the right right players. Yeah, uh, totally. And this the team's still been somewhat consistent to previous years as well, and he's made subtle changes. I also I think they've nailed the one-two punch of the hookers. I think they've done that previously. We sort of talked about it the other yeah. week. Um, where, you know, they trialled it. It didn't really work. New South Wales had that series and then didn't look as good as what it does now, And but they st- stayed with it. But, Whereas, but Les, is it, and sorry to interrupt, yeah. but is it, a, is it a punt or is it that Ben Hunt can play hard in the halves? Now, that, yeah. that to me restructures your, 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 yeah. uh, your bench. Yeah. Because you know you've got a few positions covered. It does where make a big difference. Cook can't play half. And he can play centre. Yeah. Apparently. Um, but yeah. neither can Coruscant play half. But mm. Hunt can. You've got the luxury there. Yeah. Well, that was, the, that was a, the thing that we had. We haven't had that since we had Joey Johns when he played in hooker yeah. and half. Exactly. Yeah. That's how long ago and it was. And Tuvi. Tuvi was the other one. Yeah, but hmm. it's so – mate, the jerseys are that hurt so much as a New South Wales person, but that's chalk and cheese. Mm. Mate, go back to that two, year 2020 when they were labelled the worst Queensland team ever – do you know who some of those players were in that team? Corey Allen. He started out playing first grade. Hmm. Like, Edric Lee was in that team. And they fucking yep. beat us. Yeah. Yep. That jersey's fucking magical. Well, yeah. what about the uh, team that Paul Vorton had? Right? Yeah. They, they were all, half of them, Paul Vorton didn't even know. Yeah. And they beat the us. 3-0. Absolutely. They beat us. All right. Let's, that's enough of Origin. We'll talk about it next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's too painful to keep going. Uh, I'll tell you what, boys. I'll tell you where a good bloody place to watch Origin is. Moss Monroe's, and that's where we are now. And if you guys want to watch Game 3 somewhere absolutely fucking unbelievable, you come down to Moss Monroe's, I reckon. That is the place to watch it. I heard they've got a new How screen. How screen? 165. <laughs> they've called it the Big Les. They, they have called it the Big Les. It's fucking massive. It's huge. It's huge. The TV? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's the TV. It's the TV. I've got a good TV at home. Um, 165-inch 4K screen. Absolutely wow. humongous. Wow. Origin doesn't get any bigger. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't that's on a big un- screen that, like that. I want one of those I can't TVs. wait to watch it. How do I get one? Can I, can I knock it off? <laughs> well, well, if you want we'll to go... We'll see you here, Game 3. <laughs> we'll see you here, Game 3. Mossman Rowers. Whoa.